and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, it is Thanksgiving Eve 2021. Um, the pandemic continues. There's countries like Gibraltar at 100% vaccination, and their numbers are the same as ours in Minnesota. We have countries like Ireland, which are at 93% vaccination rate, and they're surging their cases. And if you really think that it's the 7% unvaccinated in Ireland causing the problem, I, I, all I have to do is laugh and, you know, when I throw a whipped cream pie in your face, you are silly. <laughs> if I was a little harsher, I'd call you a complete idiot, but I'm trying to be more politically correct in my old age here. But anyway, I thought we, uh, I would go through something that, that someone mentioned in the gym last night when I was working out about, you know, how can you, Fred and Belinda, how can you be so good with, you know, this big mob of kids you have and all these teenagers and going through the pandemic and all that. And I said, wow, they really don't know. They really don't know how you do this. And I thought I would add this to, uh, you know, reasons for failure. Um, and so here you go. One of the reasons for failure, the uh, fourth reason, part four of our reasons for failure is a lack of gratitude and thankfulness along the journey. A lack of gratitude and thankfulness. With Thanksgiving being tomorrow, I thought this would be perfect. Of course, you know, Thanksgiving is based on some fantasy that, you know, the pilgrims and the Native Americans got together and, you know, had a big brunch and they were thankful. Well, I know the, the, uh, it, both sides may have been thankful for the food and bounty given to them, but come on, you know, it, it's not like it, it is in the story because later we wiped them out. But thankfulness. So how does that work? Well, you know, there's plenty of, uh, of neurological studies and research studies based on being thankful, which I'll cover in a minute here. But just the fact that you are grateful for the little things you do have helps you take your mind off of what you don't have. If you're constantly ruminating over your problems, over things that aren't going right, over challenges in your life, over a bump here and a bump there, if you ruminate over them, and I'm not saying avoid the big things, figure out a strategy, work on it, move on, but always keep an attitude of gratefulness. Are you grateful for your spouse? Are you grateful for your kids? Are you grateful for having a roof over your head and food? Are you grateful for the things you have? One of the problems, uh, you know, all through the great sacred books, that's the Quran, the Bible, you know, any sacred book in any religion, and you see that most of the problems of, of evil and sin come out of jealousy, covetousness, if you will. Um, and that's where you want some, what someone else has, or you're not happy where you are. And there's different reasons, you know, for not liking what you have. Yeah, your car may be broken down and busted up, but at least it's getting to you where you are. You may not have the greatest clothes, but, you know, you're working forward. The, if you're not grateful for the positive people in your lives, the positive people in your lives, 
then you're going to always be looking that when you get a great gift, when you get the golden ticket, when someone hands you a pot of gold, because you don't come from an attitude of gratefulness and you're always a pessimist looking for what a string attached, looking for what's wrong in the world, you won't see that it's a pot of gold. You'll start complaining like Eeyore, right? Oh no, I got to carry this pot of gold home. It's too heavy. I could get mugged or robbed along the way. You know, really. And there are people and you have them in your life. Don't tell me you don't. It may even be you, the person in the mirror, that you don't look for enough gratefulness of what you have. So what are you going to do? Self-sabotage. You're going to wreck your relationships. You're going to fight and have arguments over silly things like socks on the floor or the wrong condiments pulled out and put on the dinner table. I want a ketchup, not ranch. Ranch, not ketchup. Are you kidding me? You should be grateful that you have humans to sit down with that love and care about you. And if you were sick, they would take care of you. They're right there in front of you. Gratitude. Thankfulness. Be thankful for what you have. If you And if you have trouble doing this, get a piece of paper out and start writing it down. What am I thankful for? You'd be amazed. This is a generation, and I'm talking maybe, oh, you know, our teenagers up to maybe 30, 35-year-olds who are not grateful for the, the gifts they've been given. We are in the most amazing, opportunistic country in the world. And if you don't believe that, go move to the Republic of Turkey or Kazakhstan or any of the African nations, any of the South American nations, and try to compare it to the things you have here in America, which have been built up over 200 years. It's not one president or administration's um, good working. It was set up over 200 years ago, and it's been slowly evolving, cleaning up its act, moving forward. But you can go out and you can get a college education. You can get that college education and you could have a business or go work for someone for a good wage. Now, there are those that do not have a living wage. And a lot of that has to do with not having the education, not being given the education. If we work on the focus of what we do have and what opportunities are in front of us, we would take advantage if you're always trying to have a victim's mentality, you will be a victim. It is neurological. It is not social. It is neurological. If I'm constantly looking to be a victim, I will see something wrong in everything given me, including that golden ticket, that pot of gold. For example, my wife got a Jeep Trailhawk. I've never seen that form a Hawk. Um, excuse me, Jeep before, the Trailhawk, um, off-road rated. She got that because she's going to be running some rural um, births. She's a midwife. And I'm like, you need something four-wheel drive that can go through snow, go through stuff, and if you get stuck in a field, I don't have to come get you. It will get you out. And I'm like, okay, this is perfect. It's not too big, and it, you know, it's, you know for a woman, it, it actually looks nice. It has good lines, and she liked it. I've never seen one of those before. <clears throat> Well, we got one. Guess what happened? Now I see them everywhere. I have never seen a trailhawk before. 
But because of the way my focus is neurologically, my thalamus, a deep area in your brain where all sensory information comes in, hearing, touch, vision, all this information comes in for summation, integration, and filtering. And I was filtering out the Jeep Trailhawk. So I really didn't see it. I saw it with my retina, my biological organs that brought in that that trail hawks all around me. But by the time it got to my visual cortex in the back of my head, it was gone. Why? It was filtered out. Why? Because my preset filters were looking for not a trail hawk. Now I see them all the time because I've been exposed to them. In fact, there's one in our neighborhood now. Hey, hon, did you see that white trail hawk a couple of uh, houses down? Yeah, I parked in behind it. Yeah, I think it's the neighbor's new car. She got, They got one too. Imagine that. So, something to think about. What do we know about gratefulness and thank, being thankful? You know, really being grateful for what you have. Well, it affects an area in our brain called the temporal striatal area, frontal cortex. And that temporal striatal frontal cortex is an area for insight and wisdom. And it links up with our amygdala, our emotional control area, to make us feel good. Could you imagine that you felt good all the time just looking around at the things you had? You get a serotonin bump. You wouldn't need all that Prozac. You wouldn't need all those drugs and alcohol and other addictions that you may have. If you were just a little more grateful and thankful for what you already have. Something amazing happened during uh, 2020, August 2020. And I know everyone's going to say, oh, COVID. Well, a lot of good science research continues to go on, you know, just not on COVID. And an article came out in the Journal of Psychosomatic Research, August 2020. It's volume 135 for you research heads who want to look it up. And the name of the article is A Systematic Review of gratitude interventions, effects on physical health and health behaviors. So what did they do? Ready for this? Are you sitting down? I hope you're sitting down. You may be driving, but listen. They went through 1,433 articles. 1,433. They picked the top 19. Now, I get a little pissed off because it makes the math just a little off when they do their stats, but I'm like, okay, why didn't you just pick the top 20? But they picked the top 19 articles on gratitude. Again, they went through research articles, 1,433. 1,433. 1,433. They picked the top 19. What did they find? If you live in just a little bit of gratitude, if you're thankful for the little and maybe the big things you have in life, you will have better sleep quality. You have improvements in blood pressure, glycemic control. That means uh, blood glucose, your sh- blood sugar control, asthma control, and eating behavior. Wow. Are you kidding me? You mean being grateful and thankful you don't overeat and all the things that come from overeating and obesity? That the people that are overeating, most of them, are not thankful for what they already have. That's something to think about. That you get better sleep, which means all the cardiovascular effects, all the cardiovascular effects, you know, lower heart attacks, lower strokes, 
all those good effects of good sleep. That's why we use CPAPs nowadays. And there was a objective decrease in blood inflammatory markers like C-reactive protein and ESR, erythrocyte sedimentation rate. Those are like blood values, blood markers that read for overall inflation in your body. So what does that mean? What are you saying, Fred? You're saying it is scientific, it's science, hashtag science, that if you're grateful and you're thankful, you have less, inf- you have less inflammation in your body. You have better sleep. You have better blood pressure and blood sugar control. People with asthma have better control over it. And you have better eating behavior. That's what the studies show right now as of August 2020. Sorry, folks, that's research. They went through 1,433 articles. What does that mean? Live in gratefulness. And if you're not naturally a grateful person, I know we, I live in the upper Midwest where I don't even think it's taught anywhere to be grateful for what you have and to be sincere about it, to have joy in your life. This is like the land of the frozen chosen. Too many Lutherans, and I don't mean to slam Lutherans, but can you raise your arms up a little bit in church? Or, you know, you didn't put deodorant on. I don't get it. Got to move a little bit. That's an inside joke. But seriously, stop being the frozen chosen. Start being grateful, happy, joyful for what you already have. I know when uh, the pandemic hit and we had to move our equipment to um, my buddy Tom's and Lisa's place, then move it back, then move it one way, move it back. People were like, God, why are you doing all that? And I just looked at them, I'm just grateful to have a place to work out. And I would do whatever it takes to continue on. Well, doesn't this pandemic get you? Yes, of course it does. But it also, I'm grateful for the challenge to see how I get around it, over it, dig underneath the wall, go over the wall, blow up the wall, go through the wall. It's a challenge thrown in front of me. And I am grateful for working on it. Now... I don't, I'm not usually so grateful for all the challenges thrown at me, at least initially. But now as I start getting a little older in life, I realize that I should be grateful for even that. And gratitude. Gratitude for what you already have and for what's coming up. And when you start rolling in that type of mindset, your whole life will change. And the people around you will change. And some of those eors in your life just can't stand it. They won't want to be near you. You're too much of a tigger. Well, that's okay. It's okay to be tigger. I sometimes, you know, look at all the things I possibly could do, and I am so grateful. I pinch myself every day. Even though I do get angry, just like every other human, if someone cuts me off, you know, when I'm driving. Sometimes I have to get out of my car and teach them a lesson. But I am grateful, grateful for having a car. I am grateful for having roads that don't have holes on them and bombs. Sometimes we we don't think through things and see what we have. Gratitude. Acceptance and gratitude for either the award you have, the trophy, the person, the resource that you have, or try this, be grateful for the challenge the bumps in the road. What can I learn from that so I never have to hit that bump again? Gratitude 
changes brain chemistry. Gratitude changes brain wiring. And it will change your life. And this has been another Fact Podcast. 